Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ez Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 271. Going to make two introductions to the Shir. Number one, it's going to be a little more graphic than normal. And number two, it's talking about a situation where marriage is a good relationship between a husband and wife, a very healthy one, where they love each other, but simply the wife is never in the mood to be physically intimate or to have sex, and it's causing strain in the marriage. And then we're going to talk about the opposite way, when it's the husband who's never in the mood and never interested in having sex, and it's causing strain in the marriage as well. And that happens more often than people think also. Although stereotypically, people think that it's generally the men have the stronger interest usually in a marriage and the wife less, but very often it's the other way around. And uh, studies report that over 80% of marriages have periods of time in their marriage, sexual problems and contentions between them. That doesn't mean that it can't be navigated through it. But this idea, like we said before in, in previous shiurim, and it's important to know that this idea of a husband and wife having different drives in the sex aspect of it is almost universal. Most counselors will tell you that they never met a couple who had the same or very similar sex drives. It's always one is distinctly more interested or has more sex drive or more libido than the, than the other. Now, sometimes in a marriage, it doesn't become a big issue and they work around it. And sometimes it does become a big issue, uh, even in marriages, again, where it's a beautiful marriage, where things are going well overall in their lives and they communicate beautifully about many, many things. We're talking in this year about a good marriage. We're not talking about a marriage where uh, there's other issues here. We're talking about where overall it's going very, very well and they truly love each other. But it's very hard to talk about these things. It feels very isolating and very uncomfortable. And it's not just a female issue. It's portrayed as such very often. Um... But it's quite common that it's the man, the husband, that has the lower sex drive. And when the woman has that higher libido and higher drive, it can be very confusing to her as to like why she, is she craving it more than him? And is there something wrong with her? Is there something wrong with her husband that she re- he really expresses his interest to her in this area? And it could become a very lonely place. Um, sometimes because of Tzniyas, they won't talk about it, which that's a, actually a, a elevated thought, and it's a good thing. Um, but sometimes they wouldn't even communicate with their spouse. It's just too sensitive, or sometimes they're just not comfortable talking to a counselor about it. So a lot of people are very, very feel very, very alone in this issue, and that's why I think it's important to discuss it. And the question is, how can a couple navigate through this this uh, issue. And the reasons are very different. We're going to start off first in this year about the woman having the lower sex drive. And I'm going to talk specifically to the wives now, based on studies, based on what I've seen and heard from counselors who studied the science of it and the psychology of it. And what I'm going to try to do is convey it to the best of my ability with Hashem's help. So the reasons why men have lower sex drives and women have lower sex drives are totally different than one another. 
generally speaking, when a wife, when a woman has a low sex drive, even though she has a good connection to her husband and he, she loves him and she interacts with him in healthy ways all, all around, but she simply doesn't want to have sex. And there's many reasons for this. And one of the key reasons is that women don't really understand their own libido and what drives them sexually. And it's true, especially, it's true in the from world because of lack of exposure, which is a good thing that there's a lack of exposure. So you really, you know, don't, you know, weren't educated on these things, even in a healthy way, just closed off. And that's why I think it is important to educate oneself with the right channels in a healthy way of how women's sexuality works. But the problem is, is those of us women that have seen movies, has seen not necessarily pornography, but just the culture of the movies and the advertising. Um, what they see in the movies very often is in these sexual scenes is, I don't want to get too graphic here, but basically there's some physical arousal that happens pretty much right away. And then they get active and they end up in bed. Okay. So that's technically what happens. Um, but when you, when for if you're exposed to those movies or those books, you get this notion that it's sort of a switch that you turn on. Okay, now I'm going to feel aroused. And you expect you're home now and you expect it to be like the movies. Okay, I, I, my body's supposed to feel something now. It's supposed to feel aroused and it's nothing happening. But that's not how it works. Well, how it works usually is, is a wife after a hard day is tired and she's in bed and she's thinking to herself, uh, does he want to uh, have sex or not? I'm sure he probably does, but do I want to? I don't know if I want to. I'm very tired. I have to get up early. The kids will be early. The kids may be up in the middle of the night. How long would the sex take? I'll, I'll end up going to sleep too late. I won't get enough sleep. And the kids may wake up in the middle of the night. And uh, and basically what we're doing here is we're waiting for our bodies to tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, now I feel it's good. Now it's time to have it. And often our bodies are not telling us that. And uh, 90% of the time your bodies don't tell you that. You see, the way it works is, in generally, is that for men, the arousal, sexual arousal, begins before it even starts. And right as it's starting, he's already fully there, generally speaking. For a woman, arousal doesn't begin until things are already started and there's already interactions. And ironically, though, is that when those interactions take place, the wife will very often enjoy the sex very, very much. But she wasn't aroused when it started. And whether it's 80%, 90%, or but basically rave of the times it happens this way, that the husband is already enjoying it right before it's happening, and the seconds that it's happening, he's already into it, and the wife isn't. She isn't enjoying it that much until there is a process of an interaction or only a little into it, or maybe even a lot into it, then she begins to enjoy it, and sometimes she can enjoy it very, very much. So for a lot for the wives and for the women, a lot has to do what's in the head. So instead of lying around in bed or waiting to for your body to react, to feel react uh, to, to feel and think, oh, does he want to? I don't know if he wants to. Do I want to? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, and and, and um, it's time to basically 
again, we're going to go back to my Agdama. We're talking here in good, healthy marriages. That's the disclaimer in this shir, okay? So it's not a matter of uh, taking advantage of one each other or, or manipulation or anything like this. It's simply a marriage that's healthy that you want to make the sexual aspect of it healthy too. So that's what we're talking about here. So in that case, the wife sometimes needs to tell her body, basically, I know you had a hard day. I know you're not in the mood. I, don't, you don't, I know you're not feeling anything right now. But I want to connect with my husband. And once I do that and I interact, it will feel great. And many, many times it will. And you have to sort of give yourself that pep talk to push your own body against that nature of just, you know, that mood that you're not in the mood or even in the opposite mood when you first start. But once it happens, most of the time it become it is very enjoyable. So with women, what's very important is is that their minds need to go first. There needs to be a decision in the mind. I love my husband. I want to connect with my husband. I'm making a decision to connect sexually to him. And in that process, after you make that decision and you start acting that way, then the heart will come in, the emotions will come in, and the physical body will come in as well, will follow afterwards. It does not work the way the media tells us it does. It does not work like people who watch movies, who see it in the movies, or pornography, which is even worse, that they think that all of a sudden their bodies respond and boom, boom, boom. It doesn't work like that in real life. Most women need to decide to enjoy it first. And what happens very often is, and again, I don't want to get too graphic, but let's say there is a night in the sexual activity where he'll be doing something to her or for her, and she will love it. She will love it, and it, it, it feels fantastic. Two nights later, three nights later, he'll do the exact same thing with the same emotions, the same hergish, and the same act, whatever that act may be, or the same things to her, and instead of where two nights ago where she was ecstatic and she was aroused and she was enjoying it immensely, two nights later she'll be annoyed at him. Just get it over with. Why? Because now she's very, very tired. She's much more tired than she was two nights ago. And she wants to go to sleep. So it's not really what her husband is doing or not doing. It's more your thinking. When you think and focus on the fact, I have a healthy marriage, I love my husband, I know I'm not in the mood, but I want to get to that place and I want to be physically intimate. Then you make that decision and you connect. And usually, usually, not 100% always, but usually it'll end up well. Usually it'll end up a lot better than you anticipated. But if your mind is not engaged, then your body will not follow. So the mistake people make, and I'm talking to women now, goes the other way around too. We're going to address the men separately. But it's a mistake to view sex separate from the other aspects of marriage. Yes, it is true that there has to be a chiba there, and like we talked about through Chazal, but sometimes you need to start the activity and let it develop. It doesn't mean that until you feel something, you can't do anything. Then it will never happen in many situations where there's a lot of stress or they're both overtired. It's never going to happen. But it's very incorrect to view sex separate from the other aspects of marriage. In every other aspect of marriage, 
I'm going to wash my dish, the dishes for my, for my wife. Or I'm going to take out the garbage for my wife. Or the wife says, I'm going to cook for my husband. I'm going to clean for my husband. And I'm going to help him with this. I'm going to help him with that. And she, he says, I'm going to help her with this. I'm going to help her with that. And they're not in the mood. They're not in the mood. And they do it anyway. Very often their bodies are not in the mood of doing those hasadim of the other aspects of marriage for their wife or for their husband. But they do it anyway. They make the decision in their mind because they love them. The feeling may follow later. The hakar satay may follow later. But right now I'm not in the mood. But it's the right thing and I'm doing it. And sex for some reason is separate. I'm going to wait till I'm in the mood. I'm going to wait until I feel it. But if you look at every part of other marriage, like I said, when it comes to service or love or forgiveness or sacrifice, your body's not drawn to it. And nevertheless, you make that choice for the benefit of the marriage. I'm going to do this. And usually you will enjoy it too. So it's not just making a choice for your husband. I want my husband to feel good. The chesed for my husband. It's a choice also for yourself. You want to feel that mutual closeness, that love. You want to enjoy that sexual experience, even though you're not in the mood right now. The mood will come ultimately. And it'll help you sleep better too. So to clarify here, going back to the Agdama, I'm going to end off like I said in the beginning. This share is specifically for healthy marriages when everything is Baruch Hashem doing very well overall but the wife in this case in this year is simply not in the mood not motivated and how to go about it and this is the way to go about it the mind has to make the decision and the choice even if the mood's not there and the feeling is not there and then once you engage in that activity more often than not, it's going to be enjoyable. It's going to be life-enhancing, and it's going to be wonderful. And so this is a very important thing to, to know, and it's a very important thing to understand. And Bezit Hashem will continue this topic in the next year.